Here at Miss Teacher Mom, we recognize the great privilege and responsibility that we have as parents to educate our children. Beyond math and phonics, this also includes building their characters, molding their hearts, and reaching their souls. A burden too big to carry on our own. We sense the call to missional motherhood, but we could use some help from those who have more experience and wisdom than us. So we're calling upon some wonderful godly women and men to encourage and equip us as we seek to raise our kids with eternity in mind. Welcome to the Miss Teacher Mom podcast. Today we're talking about COVID and your kids' education. We have Leslie Schmucker talking to us today. She's been an educator for over 30 years. She has a blog and she's written for people like Desiring God and the Gospel Coalition. Leslie, we're so thankful to have you here and we're excited to talk to you about this topic. Sure, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we decided that one of the first episodes we talk about is COVID, COVID and your kids' education. This podcast is for moms, so obviously we know in the pandemic that we're experiencing right now, moms are dealing with an unprecedented issue, which is the pandemic and how it affects their children's education. Um, We've never experienced this before, at least in our lifetimes, and have not been prepared for it specifically. So it's really affecting everyone. And I think it's clear from social media, from talking with friends, from headlines of articles, that their kids' education is producing a lot of feelings of fear and anxiety, frustration, anger, and even moments of despair. But we know, um, as believers, we're often tempted to be led by our emotions. But Christians need to depend on God's truths to direct our hearts. What truths do you think we should be clinging through and responding to regarding everything that's going on? I think the biggest truth um, in any situation, COVID or otherwise, is God's sovereignty. That there is nothing has changed for the Christian. Nothing has changed for the world as far as uh, God's sovereignty in all of this. We really as Americans, we're, we're pretty comfortable. But in all of that, no matter what happens in our lives, God is sovereign. And and you and I talked about this before uh, we recorded here, is that I don't want that to sound cliche, that God is on the throne. He is still in control. That That's the only reality really that we have. And so that's really important to remember. It is, yeah. He, that he is sovereign, that he's on his throne, that nothing is new under the sun to God. And we can find peace and hope in knowing that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he's exactly Right. And it isn't like COVID happened and then God was like, oh, oh my, there's a pandemic on earth. I I should do something. I didn't plan for that. No, this is exactly, you know, we we knew, we know in God's word that things are like this are going to happen. Are there any other promises or truths that you think of from God's word that should be comforting the believer right now? Uh, sure. One of the things that I love to do uh, in situ- in any situation is I make a scripture list. And, and uh, I don't know if this is the time to talk about this right now, but for myself, with your children, to make a list of scriptures uh, to, that really show us, kind of put in one place to make a narrative of God's promises. Uh, because you can just go to scripture and if you compile a list, you can really see um, God's goodness and, and God's comfort. Uh, you know, Philippians 4 uh, talks about anxiety. Uh, Psalm 56.3, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be, uh, or be in dread, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. 
First Peter 5, 7, casting all your, all your anxieties on him. So there are, you can go to the scriptures and just find lists and lists that can really just form a narrative of who God is. Uh, and that maybe will cement the reality of that. Absolutely. You have all that and, in one place. And being in God's word and having lists of his promises, or maybe as moms, we have them stuck to different frequencies yes. places in our homes. Yep. But those scriptures, God's character should have a place in our circumstances right now. So Every knowing minute. the gospel should remind us that our worth isn't based on the decision we make for our kids this year on right. how we educate them. And the gospel should be speaking into the fact that our child's future isn't dependent on this year's education, but on the state of their souls. That's uh -huh. such a good point. Whether or not you stay home with your child or send them to school, whatever you decide now, that's not going to have the lasting impact as much as speaking gospel into them mm -hmm. in the midst of all of this, because there are going to be hardships that come in their future as well. Mm -hmm. And so how is that going to teach them to, you know, really go to the word and go to Christ for handling all of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to move on and chat about how times of uncertainty and suffering provide opportunities to be a light to a watching world. Mm -hmm. And unlike most circumstances, COVID is affecting literally everyone, which means right. that it is the responsibility and opportunity of the church to bear witness to the realist realities that we have right. um, that are much more important. Like the fact that we are sinners and the fact that we will be judged for our sin and the fact that Christ has come to solve the sin problem, to die right. on the cross so that we can be forgiven of our sins so that we can have a right relationship with God and that he rose from the dead being victorious over death and that he's coming back. The realest reality for us is that Christ is coming back to judge the world. That is right. a realer reality than COVID. So how can we as believers be ministers of reconciliation and shed light on the realest realities we know? I think when we look at two different things here, uh, people that you relate to who are believers and people who you relate to who are not. For believers, I think to strengthen them, to remind fellow believers that, you know, God is sovereign. Um, this is not a surprise to him uh, to maybe just to have that scripture list, that arsenal ready to say, you know, and, and, you know, what does God say about this? What, what are we, you know, how are we to live? And, and uh, mostly if people are being anxious to just talk about that anxiety and how to give that to Christ, how to capture those thoughts, but also, uh, for the unbelieving world and for the believing world, how can you serve in this time? How can your children serve in this time? Can you make masks for people? Can you prepare? Can you make sure you're checking on your, your neighbor who might be elderly? Can you, you know, however you can do that to be Christ's hands to other people. Absolutely. Um, Praying for your government. Right. And calling the local schools to see if there's anything they need to be a right. cheerful presence, a welcoming presence. Maybe they need help getting stapling pamphlets together. And the, a lot of these things you can do no matter what your schooling situation is. Maybe you're homeschooling, but you're going to bring your kids along and you're going to clean some classrooms. That's just a wonderful idea. Just And what is that going to say to your kids? You're not sitting in your house wringing your hands worried about covid getting you, you know, or, or what are you going to do? You're out there and you're in the midst serving. Um, 
You're being a peaceful presence. And we can do that on social media too. I can decide that I'm going to be a peaceful presence on social media instead of adding to the fire and adding to the fuel of fear. Um, I think we're not something we learn as believers and unbelievers. We're not in control of our circumstances, but we are in control of our response and our attitude to that. And people see that. People see, are you walking by the spirit? Are you demonstrating the fruit of the spirit by the power of God? by being loving and joyful and peaceful and patient and kind and faithful and gentle and self-controlled. These are things that we're not seeing amidst this crisis. Yeah. And, and just to really take the opportunity, gosh, just really take the opportunity to be Christ. Now this is the time is ripe to just really, and when I say the church, I mean us as individuals too, the, the church is Christ's people. So how, how can we be Christ to the world right now? What a golden opportunity. Mm-hmm. that we have right now and right. right now for parents and my my friend a friend of mine and I talk about this for our grandkids too our ministry right now our mission for me personally number one is my grandchildren mm-hmm. how can I speak Christ into my grandkids and for moms and dads it's the same thing you know to that's where our mission field is right now yeah, and I'd love to to talk about that now. Obviously, the Miss Teacher Mom podcast, our goal is to equip and encourage moms to raise their kids with eternity in mind. Right. And when you have an unexpected, crazy situation like this, it's tempting to get wrapped up in what's going on and to forget, right. like we mentioned, our kids' souls are on the line. The realest right. reality we have is not COVID, but the fact that every single one of us are going before God and he has entrusted right. children into our care as an opportunity and responsibility to pour into their souls that will go before him. Um, How can we do that now? How can we, what encouragement do you have for moms who need to kind of move our gaze from our current situation and not ignore it, not act like it's not happening, but in the midst of it, how do we minister to our kids? How do we love them well in the midst of the mess that we're in with eternity in mind? I think one thing that's really important uh, for any time, anything you're going through is to have honest conversations with your kids. Mm. Um, and obviously you need to discern their age and their sensitivity to things and their personalities, but to just really be open and honest about, in this case, COVID in our case, you know, however many years ago it was nine 11. Um, when, when nine 11 happened with our eight and 12 year old, we were really honest about what was going on. We, showed them some things that were happening and some things we kept from them depending on you know how stressful it was going to be how difficult but we always brought it back to God's sovereignty always Mm. and praying together with your children for I love what you said about praying for leaders uh, praying for school officials praying for the teachers praying for all the decisions that need to be made praying for everyone who might be feeling anxious um but also to really listen to your kids and, and to talk about what their specific fears are and what they're hearing from other people and all of these, just, just, just to keep the conversation open so that you know how to pray, to you, so you know how to direct the conversation towards Christ. Um, and I don't know if that answered your question, but that's... That's the answer to your question. I think it, it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning, exactly how we should be responding is how we should be discipling our children through the situation. So right. reminding them of the truths of the gospel and the realist reality, even right. if that means saying, 
listen, we don't have to fear death. Jesus tells us, don't right. fear the one who can kill the body. Fear the one who can kill the body and send the soul to hell. Right. That's what right. Jesus has to say about COVID. But he doesn't even stop there because he's such a loving father. Jesus continues to say, are not two sparrows sold for a penny and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. Therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. This is the gospel that we should be presenting and teaching and living out to our children during this pandemic, during COVID, during a season where our nation is filled with fear and anxiety. And we can choose to be women of constant encouragement instead of complaining. And God tells us to rejoice in our trials. So there's so much tangible goodness that we can live out that we're seeing in the word in this situation praying what do our prayers look like are we only focusing on the physical tangible issues or like you said are we talking about the reality of the gospel like lord use us to save people remind us that we don't have to fear because christ has conquered death because we know that those who love you will be wrapped up in christ forever and give us opportunities to share the gospel and as we mentioned use your kids to serve I'm sorry. I think that just that's just so perfect. I love how you keep saying the realist reality because I think C.S. Lewis puts it that way as well. You know, they're, they're, the realities that we see here are just temporal. They, mm-hmm. And to show your kids that realist reality. And at the same time, though, because they are going to be scared, you know, mm-hmm. they are going to be nervous. It's weird to go out into public and see people in, you know, we were at Target last night, my husband and I were, and, and people in masks. It's just weird. It's just a strange, even, you know, for us grownups. Um, mm-hmm. So to try to balance that, um, acknowledge and, and validate their fear, but don't give credence to it and, and use it as a gospel opportunity. And that, the point of serving is just so important. Uh, that's what we need to be doing as the church right now, as believers, is to serve other people. Right. Get out of ourselves. Get out of our feelings. Exactly. Get out of the temptations to freak out yep. and get outward. And keep, you know, the complaining and the wringing of hands and the worry in front of our kids. That mm-hmm. can't happen. You, you right. can. It's okay to say to your kids, this scares mommy too. I, I don't want to get sick and I don't want to get other people sick and I don't want to – my own children keep saying, mom – we don't want to kill you and dad. I'm like, get, it's fine. But you know, that just that reality, but also not to make that the realist reality. I, I just love how you say that. Um, and, but you know, we all have opinions right now about mask wearing and re- whether schools should open and, you know, closing the, closing the economy open. We all have opinions about that. I don't think young children need to be brought into those conversations. If you are uh, outwardly showing that you're relying on Christ without it making, without it being a cliche, like truly doing that Mm -hmm. and keeping all those other opinions, you know, away from it. Absolutely. And I think if you're a parent who does want to include your kids in those discussions, there's ways to do that in a way that honors God, right? We can teach them that people have different preferences, that wearing a mask or not might not be a sin issue. It's a preference issue, but let's talk about that. And let's talk about not judging people who have different opinions than us. And there's so many lessons that our kids can learn if we're mindful, if we're intentional, if we're thinking about the children that are in front of us that we're raising, we're training them on how to deal with trials and stressful situations. That means you have to know what the word says as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. so important for us to know what God's word says be- so we can, you know, pass it on to our kids. 
Absolutely, Leslie. None of us were prepared for this pandemic, but having God's word stored in our heart is a tool that the Holy Spirit can use to help us help our children when circumstances that are unexpected arise. And I'd love to kind of close on this note. Maybe this year is not going to look how you want. Most parents are going to look at this school year and say, this is not my plan A, or this is at least not what I thought it was going to be as I looked forward into this. And every day might look different. The whole school year, you might end up feeling like is a wash. You might be tempted to fear 180 days every single day you're going into school. So I'd love to just close by reminding moms of the truth that we find in Christ, regardless of how this school year goes, and especially if it's not going as planned. It's a good lesson for all of us that, uh, you know, we can get pretty complacent when our lives are going well. Yeah, every day is, you know, what we expect from the next day is is what we expect. You know, and, and before pre-COVID, our lives were just going on. And yeah, this is just how it is. But that's not, that's not reality. And so now we are faced in a, with a situation where we don't know what to expect. And that is so scary. But to not feel in control is really scary. But what a great lesson that God is teaching us that we, we were never in control in the first place. Mm-hmm. You never know what the next moment is going to bring, let alone the next day or the next year. And you know people who have you know lost children or, or lost family members unexpectedly or whatever. Normally, those kind of things don't touch us. But like you said, COVID is touching everyone. Virtually everyone on the planet is being touched by this. We've never seen anything like that before. And so it's very scary. So what an opportunity for us to just go to God's word and really grasp it and see that reality. Because now I love in the gospel where it says, Lord, where else should we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where else are we going to go to find the truth and to find the solution to this problem? Nowhere else. There is only Christ. There is only the gospel. There is only God. And so we really, this is kind of forcing people to really see that now. Yeah. Uh, And let that be our prayer, right? That as moms, we would walk through COVID. Right. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, being sanctified, being made holy, glorifying God in our words and our actions and our feelings and with our time and our responses and using this season of unpredicted precedence um, to glorify God and and intentionally raise our kids with eternity on minds. Because as you said, when when the day-to-day is your normal everyday thing, it's easy to forget that eternity is knocking on our doorsteps. But when you have death rates flying and people being affected. Eternity seems much closer and you can look at your kids and say, you might not die of COVID. Thank God this isn't a disease that's taking children mainly, but you are going to die. Everyone is going to die. My neighbor said that the other day, taxes and death, the only two guarantees. And he's not a believer, but it's this season reminds us of that and let that be for God's glory and the good of his people and the growth of his church. That's exactly right. We have never had, you know, we're, we're in so much uncertainty right now, but the reality of that is we have always been that way. Mm-hmm. It's always been this uncertain. We just have never realized it. And now we do. So um, I just think I, I'm glad you're doing this podcast. I'm glad, you know, I hope it really encourages parents to just remember Um, who we are and who we belong to Mm -hmm. and that God is Jesus Christ is definitely the realest reality 
Absolutely. And I, I'd love to end with a verse um, from Isaiah that says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Right. So that's our prayer for moms today. That's our prayer as we go through the season of COVID. And that's our prayer for every day of our lives that we would have peace because our hearts and minds are wrapped up in Christ. Thank Wonderful. you so much for coming, Leslie. Sure, thanks and for having me. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how your school year goes. And I know that we can follow you on your blog, leslieschmucker.com. And I know a quick Google search um, finds your articles everywhere, which has been a huge encouragement and blessing to me. And hopefully other moms will look up your stuff and um, be blessed by the wisdom that you share online. Well, thank you. All right. Take care and God bless. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to enter our first giveaway by writing a review on the podcast app or by sharing the Miss Teacher Mom podcast with your friends on Facebook or Instagram and tagging Miss Teacher Mom. I hope that today's episode has encouraged and equipped you to raise your children with eternity in mind. And remember, we are not doing this alone. As Christians, God wills us to will and to work for his good pleasure. We are trusting in the finished work of Christ, and we're empowered by his Holy Spirit. If this episode has been helpful to you, could you please write a review for other moms and share this podcast with your friends? For more information and the show notes, check out MissTeacherMom.com. And please join us next week for the Miss Teacher Mom podcast.